Have you been thinking about wanting to start your own podcast? When I was trying to get the Evan Witt show off the ground, trying to find where to go, I had a lot of questions and trying to figure it out. And Anchor was the place to go. Easy to start, easy to use, and it's free. And you can get your podcast heard on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all other great places that people like to listen. The answer, again, is Anchor. And I love using Anchor as it's extremely easy and simple and free to use. If you want to join me with Anchor on your podcast, then go to anchor.fm slash start and join me and the diverse community of all the podcasters that Anchor has to offer. I enjoy and cannot wait to start hearing your first podcast. That's anchor.fm slash start. It is Saturday, November 10th, and this is the Evan Witt Podcast. I am Evan Witt, and I'm here to bring you another episode of the Evan Witt Podcast, and I'm grateful that you are listening, and you've listened to the past episodes of the podcast, and would love to get your thoughts, your opinions, uh, your uh, what you think of the Evan Witt Podcast, and please give me a follow on Twitter at Evan Witt Sports. You can also send me an email, coachevan. 66 at gmail.com. Let me know your thoughts on what I've talked about or what you would like to hear me talk about more often. I have a few things to talk about here today. The Green Bay Packers lose uh, for the second week in a row uh, to a team that they had a shot to win. They had a shot to win the game against the Rams. It was a fumble by Ty Montgomery that took away the Packers' opportunity to win the game. And this week was another fumble, this time by um, Aaron Jones, that possibly took away the, the Packers' uh, you know path to victory. So, very unfortunate situation there. Not saying the Packers would have won if Jones doesn't fumble, but the Packers were driving, tied game, and next thing you know, it's a 7-point Patriot lead and a 14-point Patriot lead, and then that was it. So, going to be talking about that Packer-Patriots game a little bit. Uh, and then Ted Thompson announced to go into the Green Bay Packer Hall of Fame. Going to talk about my thoughts and feelings on that. Um, lots of people have their opinions of Thompson as a Green Bay Packer Hall of Famer if he deserves it. And I'm going to get into my thoughts and feelings and why I believe he either is or he isn't a Packer Hall of Famer. I will get to that soon enough. Now, with that said, for uh, you know, I do want to share for those that may be looking to get into better health, get into better shape. Uh, you know, let me know. I am a health and fitness coach as well as a podcaster, as well as a social worker. And I want to invite you to join me. Um, join me. Shoot me a message, coachevan66 at gmail.com. I have lost about 150 pounds by following uh, the programs through the uh, company that I do. Um, right now, I'm doing Shift Shop. Uh, I've done Insanity, then P90X3. Um, Sanity Max 30, Country Heat, Size, you name it, I've done it, and I love every program that I've done. Beachbody has a program that you will love, I guarantee it, and you will get results. If you follow the program, you will get results. You know, that's a guarantee that I will leave um, with you. And if you're not satisfied, you can... uh, Within 30 days, get a full refund on your purchases. So you really literally got nothing to lose. 
No excuses. Um, the challenge packs are all on sale for the month of November. Um, so get it now and let's end 2018 on a high note. Start 2019 on a high note and let's get going. So, you know, with that being said, um, you know, with that being said, I'm going to move on and talk about the Packers and the Patriots. Packers lose 31 to 17. Tom Brady, 22 of 35 for 294 and a touchdown. Uh, Julian Lettleman had a 37 yard catch uh, throw on a trick play. Cordero Patterson, wide receiver, 11 carries for 61 yards and a touchdown. The Packers did limit James White to 2.6 yards per carry, but he did score two touchdowns, and Julian Edderman had 28 yards on two carries as well. Josh Gordon, five catches for 130 yards, including the dagger touchdown that put the Patriots up by two scores. James White, six catches for 72 yards. Julian Edelman, six for 71. Philip Dorsett, three for 30. Uh, no Michelle and no Gronkowski in this game, but the Patriots still get the win. Patriots did get pressure on Rodgers. Uh, Trey Flowers credited with the half a sack. Adrian Claiborne credited with the half a sack. But it wasn't so much the sacks. Uh, it was the pressure that the Patriots kept bringing, especially up the middle uh, in this game, attacking the guards in the center that really hurt Green Bay. Um, Corey Lindsley did not play his best game. Neither did Lane Taylor. And Bell definitely did not play his best game. And that's that's where the Patriots' defense went to work against Green Bay. Uh, Bakhtiari played well. Um, Spriggs played pretty decent. But where they killed Green Bay was not giving Rodgers places to escape up the middle. Not giving Rodgers the door. You know, they kept that door shut in the middle. And that's what really killed Green Bay in this game. You know, Rodgers relies a lot on having to hold the ball. Um, I don't know if it's the scheme or if it's Rodgers looking for the big play downfield. But Rodgers holds the ball a lot. And, you know, he uses the middle to kind of escape to buy time, but instead you're forcing him back, and things did not work out well there. And the Packers uh, weren't able to get into rhythm offensively, especially in the fourth quarter. Rodgers went 24-43 for 259 and two touchdowns. Jones, 14 carries, 75 yards, averaging just under 5.5 yards per carry. Williams, 7 for 34, 4.9. Marquez Valdez-Gatling continued to impress three catches for 101 yards, including a big catch and run uh, 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 in this game as well. Jimmy Graham, four for 55 and a touchdown. Devontae Adams held the six catches for 40 yards and a touchdown. And Randall Cobb, five for 24, averaging 4.8 yards per catch. Not really good offensively in the passing game for Green Bay. Didn't really have too many explosive plays at all. Uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling did average 33.7 yards uh, average on his catches, but most of that was on big one big catch. Tremont Williams, first game at safety, had five tackles, played pretty well. Morrison had a sack, four tackles, three assists. Josh Jones, I think, played pretty well. Breland played okay. Jari Alexander played it really well. Dean Lowry could have played better. Mike Daniels did pretty decent up the middle. Kenny Clark as well. 
But the Packers, they never really got much pressure on Tom Brady. They never really got much pressure up the middle. When they did, the Patriots offense floundered. When they didn't get pressure up the middle, Brady picked them apart. And I said that in order to beat the Patriots, you got to get pressure up the middle on Tom Brady. He doesn't like that pressure up the middle, but the Packers failed to do so. And Brady had all time to throw. And he picked them apart. And the Packers just could not get into rhythm offensively. And defensively, they you know couldn't make the big play when it mattered most. So Packers with that loss, uh, you know, floundering a little bit. The Dolphins uh, coming into Green Bay this week. It should on paper be a Packer victory, but the games are not played on paper, as we all know. Um, the Packer, I mean, the Dolphins are going to be led either by Brock Osweiler or Ryan Tannehill. I'm I'm assuming it's going to be Osweiler. Um, not a great quarterback, but able to do somewhat decent with this uh, with this offense. He threw 439 yards against the Jets, uh, 241 against the Texans. Lions, 239 and two touchdowns uh, in that victory over the Lions. So Osweiler has a big arm, and if you give him time, he can find open receivers. But I guess the question will be, who will he be throwing the ball to? Kenny Styles seems to be... Uh, banged up a lot, and Devontae Parker seems to be another one of their big, big guys. Um, offensively, it's probably going to be a lot of play action, so the safeties and linebackers are going to get tested in this game. And defensively, they're going to try to get pressure on the quarterback um, by guys like Cameron Wake, uh, Kiki, Kiko Alonso. Uh, they're going to rely on those guys to. You know, try to get pressure on Rodgers. I don't know a ton about the Dolphins. They nothing really stands out to me about Miami. To me, they're really just a bunch of guys. That's really what it is. They're, they're just a bunch of guys, and I don't know how they're going to stand stack up against Green Bay. But this should be a a game that the Packers win, and the Packers should win uh, uh, quite handedly, and. I see the Packers offense coming out strong in this game after weeks of kind of just, uh, you know, just not quite getting there. And I see the Packers winning this game. And, I, you know, Aaron Jones needs to get involved. And Rodgers has to not make the mistakes that he's made. And the, the offense has to find some rhythm. Uh, as I said, I see this... <laughs> I see this being an easy win by Green Bay. However, I just have a bad feeling that the Packers are going to make it more difficult than it needs to be. That seems to be their their MO. We're going to make it more difficult than it needs to be. And the Packers are probably going to end up winning by 7 or 10. And like I said, the Dolphins are just going to you know probably keep it a little closer than it needs to be. So... Big guys, I think, who's going to have a big game in this one. I think Devontae Adams is going to tear it up in this one. I think he's going to have about seven to eight catches, well over 100 yards and a couple touchdowns. Uh, defensively, I could see Jari Alexander getting a pick six in this one. Uh, Osweiler is prone to make mistakes, and I can see that happening as well. And I think Jimmy Graham could have a pretty decent game as well um, in this one. So Packers win by 10 um, 31-21 would be my guess um, if I had to pick it. So 
hopefully we're talking about a Packer victory, not another Packer loss, and you know why you know talking about the why between the losses and whatnot. So you know with that, um, talk some Ted Thompson. Ted Thompson is uh, going into the Packer Hall of Fame, and the question is, should he be in the Hall of Fame? And my answer is yes. He spent 13 years in. Uh, Green Bay as general manager. He won 125 games, six NFC North titles, four NFC title game appearances, and won a Super Bowl, and he drafted 18 Pro Bowlers. And I know this is a what-have-you-done-for-me-lately society. Um, they're going to look at Ted Thompson's later, uh, later career as Packer general manager, and yes, he, I, I, he did struggle drafting, especially 13, 14, and 15 draft after pretty much after the Super Bowl after the Super Bowl win that's when the the drafting I think started to struggle a little bit and that's where a lot of guys are going to be pointing at to why he's not a Hall of Fame general manager but you look at what he did in Green Bay as the general manager he replaced Mike Sherman who put the Packers in salary cap hell I guess would be the best way to put it And in his very first year, he had to make tough decisions, such as letting Marco Rivera go, letting Mike, uh, releasing Mike Wall and Darren Sharper. Ryan Longwell left, and then he drafted all that same year Aaron Rodgers and Nick Collins, as well as Brady Papinga. That was a good offseason right there for Green Bay. And yes, they didn't win many games year one in Ted Thompson uh, regime, but uh, he had a. a lot of tough decisions to make that year, and he did. And he put the Packers and set the Packers up for success down the road, which they needed. And they started seeing that success in 2006. He uh, fired my, let Mike Sherman go, and he brought in Mike McCarthy. He uh, was the offensive coordinator for the 49ers and the Saints before that. And he brought McCarthy in in order to uh, be the head coach. And they had uh, 32 million available under the cap due to the tough decisions that Ted Thompson made in year one, and he also elected to not uh, keep several veterans. Ryan Longwell, I'm sorry, left in 2006, not 2005. Mike Flanagan was let go. Now Diggs let go, and uh, you know that was that. He also brought in uh, Charles Woodson. Mark Quinn Manuel, uh, Ryan Pickett, Ben Taylor to help solidify the defense a little bit. And he drafted 12 guys uh, in that year's draft to fifth overall pick. He took A.J. Hawk uh, and did it up to taking Abdul Hodge, who didn't really you know do much for uh, Green Bay. He also got Johnny Jolly um, in the draft. He drafted Greg Jennings that year, Jason Spitz, Darren uh, Darren Coolidge, guys that were key contributors to their Super Bowl. Um, so that definitely helped out a lot. In 2007, you know, he uh, traded for Ryan Grant, who ended up being a very good running back for Green Bay. Yes, he drafted Justin Harrell that year, but he did bring in James Jones, uh, Brandon Jackson, Deshaun Wynn, Aaron Rouse, Corey Hall, Mason Crosby. Um, were guys that they brought in uh, as well, and key guys that helped them win the Super Bowl that uh, in 2010. They just missed on getting to the Super Bowl in 2007, losing an overtime to the champion New York Giants. And in 2008, first year under 
uh, Aaron Rodgers as a starting quarterback. Um, he continued to build the team to challenge for a Super Bowl. Um, 2009, he drafted B.J. Raji at number nine overall, traded back up and got Clay Matthews, drafted T.J. Lang that year, Jarius Wynn, Brad Jones, uh, all had big impact on that Super Bowl winning team in 2010. And in 2010, he just Brian Bulaga, Morgan Burnett, um, James Starks, uh, Andrew Corliss, C.J. Wilson, uh, signed Sam Shields, Frank Zombo, Tim Matze, Tom Crabtree, Evan Diedrich Smith, uh, Charlie Pepra, Eric Walden. Those were all guys that he brought in to help Certify the the team, especially defense, and uh, they were able to win the Super Bowl in 2010. And you can look at after that 2010 year that maybe Thompson lost some of his magic. You know, he selected Derek Sherrod with the 32nd overall pick in 2011, broke his leg, never recovered. He did take Randall Cobb that year too. Um, but other than Randall Cobb, nobody in that draft even contrib- contributed at all. They finished 15-1 and one that year. And then the Packers in 2012 let some guys go, bring some guys in. And Nick Collins got hurt in 2011, could never get cleared. Um, and then 2017, he steps down. But you look at his, uh, his high draft picks, he has Aaron Rodgers, Nick Collins, Greg Jennings, James Jones, Jordy Nelson, Jermichael Finley, B.J. Rodgers, Clay Matthews, Randall Cobb. Eddie Lacy did really well for a while in Green Bay. Ha-Ha Clinton Dix did pretty well for a couple years. Devontae Adams, uh, Kenny Clark. Um, he hit on Johnny Jolly, Desmond Bishop, Mason Crosby, Josh Sitton, TJ Lang, James Starks, Mike Daniels, David Bakhtiari, Corey Lindsley, Blake Martinez, and free agents that worked. Uh, Tremont Williams, Jared Bush did really well as a uh, special teamer. Mark and Manuel filled in uh, nicely for an injured Nick Bur- uh, Morgan Burnett, John Kuhn, D- Evan Diedrich Smith, uh, Charlie Pepper filled in as needed on that 2010 team, Tim Matze, Sam Shields, Eric Walden, uh, Deron Harris filled in nicely at times, Ladarius Gunter did nicely at times, and then you had Ryan Pickett, Charles Woodson, Brandon Chiller, Jeff Saturday. Didn't do great. Cedric Benson, you know, he looked promising until a a foot injury ended his season in 2012. Julius Peppers and, you know, Jared Cook ended up being huge. Then he traded for Ryan Grant and Corey uh, Williams, who, I'm sorry, he drafted Ryan Grant and traded Corey Williams to the the Bronx for a second-round pick. So Thompson did a lot of good for Green Bay. And I know the past couple of years, Thompson didn't do that great. He had a lot of misses, and some of that could be the loss of personnel guys to going to different teams. But Ted Thompson deserves to be in the Green Bay Packer Hall of Fame. There's no doubt about it. He is a Green Bay Packer Hall of Famer. And, you know, just for what he did after Mike Sherman, I think warrants him being in the Packer Hall of Fame. And that's just my take on that. He is a deservant of the Green Bay Packer Hall of Fame. And if you don't think otherwise, tell me why. At Evan uh, at Evan with Sports, tweet at me and let me know uh, what your thoughts are for the uh, on why you don't think Ted Thompson is a Hall of Famer. And if you do think he's a Hall of Famer, why? 
You know, I think, like I said, he did a lot of great for Green Bay. And before before you throw out there that well, Aaron Rodgers fell into his lap at number twenty four. Well, at the end of the day, he still had to pull that trigger on Aaron Rodgers. He had a thirty five year old Brett Favre who, on the field of play, didn't really show too many signs of slowing down. I know off season, off the field, a lot of I may retire, I may not retire, kind of thing overall, but. You know, Favre still looked really good, um, you know, at times. And, and and he had to make the tough decision to draft Aaron Rodgers. And then he had to make another tough decision to let Brett Favre go, um, trade him to the Jets when, you know, and start Aaron Rodgers when some people, a lot of people wanted Brett Favre to continue to be the starting quarterback. And... You know, he he deserves it. He deserves a Green Bay Packer Hall of Fame. And my only concern, to me, it seems like they're rushing it. Um, I, I, for whatever reason, to me, it just seems like they're rushing it. And I don't know if... Um, I, I don't know if that is... If there's something health-related on why they are putting him in the Hall seem, seemingly so quickly... Or if they just uh, don't want to wait any longer. I don't know. But he will be in the Hall of Fame in May. And uh, that is that. So with that, uh, thank you uh, for listening. Uh, Let me know your thoughts at Sports on Twitter. And I will uh, get back at you next week, hopefully talking about a a Packer victory. Thank you so much. And I hope you all have a great and wonderful weekend.